Episode seven, 7 on Hell, Angel. Angel. Angelus. Angelus. <gasps> yes. It was, G prepared me for this episode by saying it was very important to her so no one else could be around while no, we were we watching. we had to be alone. <laughs> we had to be alone. So it was prepped and mm-hmm. I was ready. Uh, so I'm Marley, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Jana. Angelus Gianna Basarga <laughs> sitting in a tree. K I S S. Did you scream? Oh yes. Um. So wow, this episode has a lot in it. It's very plot. There's been a lot of uh, monsters of the week. Last yes. week we had some monsters of the week. The pack. <laughs> the hyena pack. Yes. Um. No one's dealt with their trauma from that experience. And no. No, no, no. The students who cannibalize their teacher, oh, they're just gone. Nothing matters. <laughs> yeah, no. Maybe they are spending some much-needed time at home, mm-hmm. journaling, like yeah, Buffy does. Going to therapy. Yeah, writing in your diary. Mm-hmm. So this episode brings us back. It brings us back to the big bad. Yes. It brings us back to the master. It brings us back to this mysterious man, Angel, who I had no idea what he was about. That is wild. Uh, so the big reveal in this episode, I had no idea about it, <laughs> which is very funny because now it seems stupid. And Andrew was like, duh. <laughs> I know we talked to Andrew on the Bluetooth phone <laughs> in Marley's new car. <laughs> My brand new car. <laughs> uh, and and he- Andrew was dismayed that you had no idea. Yeah, okay, so I knew, but I heard your reaction. It was genuine. Yeah. I felt your I felt your blood turn. It's because I knew there was something we didn't know about him, obviously. It's all very yeah. mysterious, and I had no idea why he was doing what he was doing. But I, it's just because I know Spike is a vampire, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew that, but I didn't know, because I don't think I've actu- ever actually before this watched episodes with Angel in it. Yeah. And so I knew Spike was a vampire, so I was like, well, Angel must be something different because why would they have two vampire boyfriends? But they do, (laughs) I guess. You're sensing a theme. Yeah. (laughs) Well, of course, Buffy would be. They're perfect for her. Yeah. I mean, she understands them. They understand her. Yeah. I mean, for me, this episode is really important because it takes the sort of young love, innocent love that I really think you think Buffy and Angel are going to have. It's just, you just think that the reason that there's tension is because there's chemistry or because maybe he's, yeah, older than her, which you get very, like, right away. You know what I mean? When Cordelia is in the bronze a couple episodes back and sees Angel, she talks about, like, college boys, etc. She well, Yeah, thinks, what does she say? There's a salty snack or yeah. something. <laughs> Remember what she says. Oh yeah, she talks about like eating him like a mm. like a treat, yep. like a carb. <laughs> <laughs> but how is this going to work? It's yeah. very for me. This episode was like devastating. 
for oh, me. Oh, really? Yeah. They are star-crossed lovers now. Mm-hmm. They are meant to be together, but there is a huge obstacle in their way. Which is the fact he's a vampire. Yes. And she is meant to murder him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> meant to kill him. And the fact that, I mean, even if Buffy wasn't a slayer, even if she was a human, Willow says it in this episode, he won't grow old. She will. Mm. Um, uh, very Arwen. Yes. And Aragon. It's just a classic trope. There's just a straight up <laughs> compatibility issue, which yeah. is really sad. Yeah, it's sad. Which Buffy's going to have with everyone mm-hmm. because Buffy's a vampire slayer. But it's not, it doesn't feel right that it should come from the other direction. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I was crushed. Mm. I was crushed. I was also very much in love when I was watching this first season. With Angel or with your partner? With, with my partner of the mm-hmm. time. I mean, I wasn't in love. I was, like, I was in, like, grade, I want to say, like, seven or eight. Like, you it can was... feel such intense feelings. Totally. So it was, like, a, a first love that, like, never really, nothing ever really actualized. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It it's was when intense. All you can think about is this other person and oh, yeah. nothing else matters. And I hated I hated that I could no longer live vicariously through Buffy. Mm. Uh I hated that. But this episode is so good. It's it's bizarre and there are some holes. But why don't we what's the stitch it up? Okay. Go through the episode. Let's go through, talk about it. Because yeah. some parts I was confused by. Yes. yes. <laughs> Just a few, yeah, but yeah. it was a very important episode. So we open, the anointed child is back and the master is back, which was awesome because I love him and he was not in the last episode. I love him too. And he's the fucking best. And when he's on the screen, I just love it. Like, I love him. He's so dramatic. <laughs> he's so dramatic. And he's like, he also goes through a lot of emotions in this episode. Yes. He's like crying yes. and his little child is yes <laughs> comforting him um his child's name is colin <laughs> the anointed one's name is colin. yeah and he <laughs> lose a Haley joel osmond lookalike at first i was like is that him but i, I don't think i don't so. think so no. i can i can look that up but yeah. he's the poor man's <laughs> Haley joel with his osmond. little mushroom cut and his yeah. little red shirt with the vertical stripe down mm-hmm. the arm he looks like a little cute child but he is quite scary because uh, he's a vampire. Yeah, and he's hanging out with the master, like comforting him. I don't really understand the relationship. Isn't it great though that you actually have because all the other vampires that we see in this show are relatively young. Yeah, they're relatively young, relatively buff, relatively badass. But you have the master who is a perma vampire. You never see mm. the master out of his wrinkly face. Yeah. And you have a child. So you do have, like, a grandfather-grandson vibe. Totally. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So he's back. Love it. And he asks, where's Zachary, the vampire? <laughs> Zachary! That can't be a vampire's that name. That was the name of my love. Zachary? Yeah. I mean, he went by Zach. But I, I was like, should I name Zach. names on this podcast, but I think this is a name I can name. Uh, yeah. And Zach is the most 90s name, don't I you know, think? I know. That's why Zachary the vampire is very <laughs> funny. <laughs> Zach never came home to father. To the master. <laughs> to the master. So the master is going to send out the three mm-hmm. to take care of Buffy. 
Although yeah. I'm like, okay, you sent a bunch of other ones, but these guys are going to do it. Okay. Um, they've got medieval armor on, so I guess they're ready for they, a battle. <laughs> like, they do. And also, I don't know if you grabbed this in your mind uh. under some assembly required, but they were also wearing, like, hockey pads. Yeah. Like, silver, silverized, chromey hockey pads. Yeah. I didn't know. I was like, is it supposed to be armor or is it supposed they also look kind of weird like kiss like yeah 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 because they had like long hair and like kiss would wear big weird ass absolutely sports gear sometimes absolutely they looked like like a rock and roll band Band. the three yeah what a good name for a band also also a total red herring yeah because they come they just die immediately yeah (laughs) and they die at the hands of darla yeah so totally they suck yeah (laughs) So um, it, at first, it's like, ooh, the three are going to go take care of it, but they do not. Uh, so that's the cold open. Mm-hmm. Then they're at the bronze. Then we go to the bronze at the fumigation party, which is fucking horrific. <laughs> they're literally squashing cockroaches and, like, putting them in jars. It's disgusting. She hates it. Everyone else out there, let me know if you think Marley secretly loves the fumigation party. I hate it. It's gross. <laughs> I don't like cockroaches. And I noted Xander's dance moves. Um, So we're back to, uh, we're away from evil Xander and we're back to party time comedy clown Xander in this episode. Yeah, and we make sure to emasculate him right away through his horrific dancing. And a really bad shirt. Yeah. It's like green, like lime green. He always is wearing these like green, garish green colors. It's awful. Yeah, and it's often like, Fabric. It's he's not often wearing a cotton. Is no, he? it's like silks and stuff. It's Silk, very polyester, weird. fuzzy shirts. Yeah, it's suede shirts. Quite strange, but you know we have to make him look like a goofball somehow. Yeah, yeah. Great costume design. Yeah. <laughs> so then the three come after Buffy, and there's a big fight in the alley. Yes. And I noticed all the vampires have lovely white nails like the master. They've all got these, like, white manicures, <laughs> pointy nails. And it's amazing. And then Angel shows up to help Buffy. Because mm-hmm. these three are going to kill her, or she's scared of them. Yeah. Although we've seen her get scared and then be able to fight her way out before. But Angel shows up yeah. after Willow and Angel have been talking in the bronze about, like, boys and, like, they want yes. a boyfriend and they're, you know. Yeah, Willow and Buffy are sort of, I don't want to say commiserating, but kind of. Like, Willow is still hopeful that something might happen with Xander. Yep. Which provides a lot of the comedy for this episode. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. goodness for Willow in this episode. Yeah. But yeah, Buffy is sort of inconsolable, isn't she? Yeah, she's like depressed and confused. Confused. I also think it's, like, lingering from her yep. date episode of being, like, I want to date. I want to go on dates with cute boys. Like, And first being, you know, jumped by Xander, I do see. Oh, yeah. I do see there's, like, a distance from them in this episode that I think is important and useful, although mm. it's, it's certainly not enough. There's been no acknowledgement. Yeah. But Buffy is very quickly taken by something that is far more pressing, which is Angel. In the yeah. alley, almost being... Probably feeling pretty outnumbered when Angel comes in Shows to the up. fray. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets, like, 
mashed in the stomach by just like a bar that the vampire grabs off a wall. Ouch. Yeah. Ow. Uh, and then, okay, so this is, I was like sort of confused by some things like, uh, so they, um, they're near Buffy's house, I guess, and they run in Buffy's house and then they slam the door. And then I guess a new rule for me is that vampires can never come in your house unless they're invited into your house. Yes. So is that the rule? That's the rule. They need an invitation. <laughs> okay, great. So if you listen to the dialogue, mm-hmm. which leads up to Angel actually entering the house. Because Buffy must be like, come Buffy's into Buffy's saying, my come on, house. hurry up, come in. She's saying, uh, um, hurry up, get in, come on, get in. She, say, she says it a few times. She's inviting him. Yes. Inside. But it feels like a big rush. Mm-hmm. However, you do see one of the three he is able to put his beautiful manicured hand through That's the door. That's where I saw I clocked the mani. Totally. Slam the door on him. So for me, this is this is where this show is trying to decide what how strict this rule is. Because mm. obviously they can't come inside. They would have totally broken in if, if they could have. the windows and stuff. But a hand can come in right now. Mm. Got it. And so they are in, and then they're having little steamy, uh, and Angel takes his shirt off and seems to have, I was like, does he even have a wound or anything? Like, not really. It's on his front. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where the blood was. Sure. But we just look at his, um, we look at his left nipple. In <laughs> It's in the screen. It's yeah. in the shot for and a while. his left nipple. <laughs> Because Angel is stage left, mm-hmm. and Buffy is stage right. And he's very tall, yes. much taller than her. And so they're always, he's always, like, hunched over, like, in a hot yep. way, and she's, like, looking up. And then, <laughs> but she sees his um, tattoo yes. on his back. And it's very funny, because tattoos now are just, like, who doesn't have a tattoo? Gianna. Um, <laughs> yeah, I might be the only one Nerd. in the world. Nerd. Uh, but uh, Nothing t- nothing touches this body but silk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a Chris Tucker quote that didn't work. But I had to. I had to. I love to do it. I, I'm in love. I'm, I'm in love with Chris Tucker. <laughs> I'm in love with Angel. I'm in love with Chris and Tucker. And I don't I'm care in love with Zach. who knows it. <laughs> Everyone. So we see his tattoo. Buffy's like, oh, wow, nice tattoo. So weird. Yeah. (laughs) And I couldn't, I was trying to look at what it looked like. I really couldn't tell. It looked like, um, like shape, a swirl. Buffy said later it looked like a bird, but I, I don't know. I couldn't tell what it looked like. You'll see it again. Don't you worry. Okay. I'm I'm not worried. (laughs) It looked like henna. (laughs) For me, it looks like an angel Mm. to me. Okay. And and that could be because I've been told to believe that by years of watching the show and knowing that his name is Angel and his tattoo on his back is a bird, is an angel, angel. bird. Sure. So this, then Joyce comes in and I'm like, Joyce, I forgot Buffy had a mother. She hasn't been in like five episodes. I know. Uh, I know. She's been busy at the gallery, Marley. Yeah, she was like, oh, our small gallery is so busy. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, I really feel for Joyce. I feel like that actress, I think her name is, her name is something Wait, Sutherland. I have it in here somewhere. Um, I feel like that actress knows what it's like, I'm going to say this, knows what it's like to be me, where you, like, will go in with to auditions with sides or lines where you're like, wow, yeah. how many people are auditioning for the role with the character who's like 
only lines are about this gallery being open or this gallery oh, being the closed. Oh, the gallery. Yeah. I'm working so late. Yeah. Uh, Christine Sutherland. Yes. Oh, I was right. Yeah. So that is her. That's her. You noted, and I also noted, her hair looks much better. Yeah. She's got... She's got a nice lip. Nice lip on. Nice, like, dark berry lip. She looks much, like... Younger and fresher and like lovely in yeah. it, and her hair is much better. Yeah. So, props. Uh, Joyce looking good, but also still don't know a single thing about Joyce. <laughs> but I'm I was glad to see her, and definitely a, an absent parent. Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, she's like, oh, it's a little late to be studying. Well, I'm going to bed. You too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then Angel sleeps over. This is also where I got lost. I was like, why is he sleeping over? I guess the guys are hiding outside. There's a quick line about that. Why didn't they get Joyce then? Um, It's a good question. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, when when Joyce comes into the house, Mm -hmm. you do see Buffy react in a way that does make sense, at least, which is that when Joyce comes in, she goes to the door and looks around. Yeah, and and she's like, get inside, Mom. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, they must have just taken off, I guess, gone back to daddy, le- leather daddy. Daddy master. <laughs> in the cave of wonder in the hellmouth, you know? Yep. Um, oh, so, yeah. So whatever. I mean, thinly veiled angel has to sleep over. <laughs> well, and maybe that's something... Maybe that's something we can attribute to the characters' attraction to each other is oh, that yeah. they they just let this... looking for an excuse. Totally. Mm. Yeah. It's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Which, so, fair enough. Mm-hmm. I would too. Yeah. Angel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this actor, it was, what's his name? David Boreanaz. David Boreanaz. He was 28. I just looked up when they filmed this. So okay. he is, yeah, I guess that's nine years older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although he's way older in the yeah, show, he's two hundred and twenty-four. So I guess age, like, what does it matter when you're that much older? Um, yeah, but and when you're a vampire, it's sort of like mm-hmm. these these human rules, which are important because the show is absolutely going to discuss the morality and the ethical nature of their relationship. Mm-hmm. But but the show is also like yes, but he's two hundred and. 24 years older, and he's a vampire. Yeah. And she is a vampire slayer. Yeah, they're both not, like, human beings. Like, yes. they're 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 people, but, like, they're both supernatural. Yeah. So the they rules both, of... They kill... They, ki- mm-hmm. they kill things. Yeah. Like... The rules of, like, normal mm-hmm. humans don't necessarily apply to them. Yeah. Um, but... They also do because Buffy still goes to high school and she's still like, you know. And she still knows that this relationship. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Um, oh, it's so sad. It's so hard to talk about. Not ethical. Mm-hmm. Not right. Like just, they Just wouldn't be compatible. Yeah. Just not right. Even though chemistry, very good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there's also a bit of information that happens right before bedtime, which is that oh, Buffy yes. asks Angel if he snores and Angel says, I don't know. There hasn't been someone around. To, mm. So there's all this. There hasn't been someone around in a long time to tell me. Yeah, they're just like talk, you're talking around it. They're not really like actually saying what they want to say. But Buffy gets this great piece of information, which is that Angel has been single. Um, or I guess what she interprets as single for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, which could be why Buffy asks this question like Buffy is smart when it comes to the talking with the boys 
She's smart. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's hard for Buffy because in normal circumstances, like, she's beautiful. She's funny. Like, she would be dating every boy. Yeah. Like, and who, I can't imagine. I was also dating, like, every boy, like, from in my teenage years. And it would be very hard if you sort of had all this responsibility and crap piled on you. And you just want to get laid. Yeah. Yeah, or think or about Or even just laid. make out with a boy. Yeah. You want to and you want to dream about your future life. Yeah. You want to yeah, you want to grow up. You want to And having crushes is the most amazing oh, yeah. thing and especially oh, at that God. time. It's like a drug. Crushing is so fun. Yes. And like crushing on each other and like all that stuff before you actually date is is so fun. So, I feel for her. Mm-hmm. Um so after the sleepover, um, we're in the library, and wow, I we find out that Cell from last episode is the Armory. Okay, so <laughs> um, yeah, why <laughs> they just like really were like it's the Armory, and uh, here's a bunch of crossbows and shit, and it's yeah, it's very the funny. Armory, the Armory is going to be the same place we put the bad guys, and it just appeared last episode. Yeah. So now they were like, oh, cool. I guess we'll have an Armory. That's cool. Um, so Giles has notionally been like um, collecting this paraphernalia. <laughs> Uh, maybe it's given to him when you become a watcher. Maybe. <laughs> maybe you get weapons. It's pretty hard to have all... I mean, quarterstaffs are fine, but, I mean, it's pretty hard to collect all these weapons. <laughs> Especially if they're, like, ancient artifacts. <laughs> uh, you need paperwork to transport those over international These borders. are Buffy's <laughs> office supplies. This is Buffy's job. <laughs> and this is her office It's a supplies. tax. Right off. Uh, so, I mean, that's cool. And Giles tries to train her, and then she kicks the shit out of him with a quarter staff, which is very cool. Yeah, we get a nice little joke in there, yeah. don't we? Because there's not much Giles in the episode. So we get a little Giles. We get a little Xander and Willow. A little Joyce. Mm-hmm. But it's really mostly Angel. Mm-hmm. Then... I think that evening after they do some training, the, she goes back and Angel's still there for some reason. Why is he still in her room? I think they they don't know. Like, in the meantime, Darla has killed the three. Mm-hmm. The master has been like, oh, yes. I'll be sad about it, but not that sad. And then Darla gets to kill. We're also seeing Darla as sort of the right-hand woman yeah. of the master. Kind of, She's kind of activated. I didn't know her name was Darla until this episode. Yeah, and that is also... Is she the same actress as in the first episode? That's Darla. I thought so, but I wasn't sure. We haven't really seen her in a while. Yeah. So Darla... I mean, we learn a lot about Darla. Oh, yeah. And it's great. She's very, like, evil. Yes. Vampire lady. And she's very important Mm -hmm. to who Angel is, too. But yes, so Darla has killed the three. Mm-hmm. So we're also seeing this vampire who takes life yep. of even of her own kind, if you will. So I believe that scene is in there to tell us, oh, Darla will kill a vampire. Mm. Darla will could kill an angel. Yeah. Like, angel is in danger as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think that Buffy and Angel... But it is funny because yeah. Buffy leaves to go to school, but Angel just, like, sits in her room all I mean, day. Angel can't leave in the sunlight. Oh, that's true. So so there is a reason why he has to stay because of that. But Buffy's like, cool, just stay here. Yeah. I mean, she'd be like, yeah, stay in my room. Wait for me. Oh, yeah. Like, she's not going to 
work very hard Kick to give him, him a bed. reason to leave, is she? Yeah. <laughs> and then, so she sees her diary out and she's like, oh my God, uh, did you, I can't believe you read that. Uh, well, A in there doesn't stand for angel. It stands for, and hunk can mean a lot of things. It can mean, it like, can mean bad, bad things. things. She has a full-on Shakespearean meltdown. monologue. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't read that. Your mom moved it. And I hid in the closet. Yeah. (laughs) And she was like, oh. So Kat's out of the bag. She likes Angel. Yes. And they both like each other and they say it and then they start making out. (gasps) And it's it's very, it's it's good. Can we just have a moment of silence for that hotness? (sighs) Pour one out for (laughs) Angel. (laughs) Yeah, he did it. I'm happy. (laughs) So it was was very hot. Uh, And then he turns into a fucking vampire. And I was shocked. I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought I didn't know. I knew something was up with him. Mm-hmm. I thought he was some kind of, I don't know. I thought he might be kind of like Giles, like some kind of guy who just knew shit or maybe some kind of magical thing. Yeah, or yeah. Curse or maybe some demon, something, but like a special demon. But I didn't know he was a vampire. I truly didn't because I thought Spike was the vampire. I guess he's one too. <laughs> Yes, Buffy does have a type. A type? I mean, it's hot. It is hot. But but to be fair, those are the only two vampires. And there are other people that, that come she into makes it. out with. Yeah. Only two. Those are only two <laughs> that are in her life. And she screams and then he jumps out the window. Yeah. And why does, why does Angel he... why does he have this episode where his it like I wanted to ask you that. What what do you think? Why did he provokes... turn into a vampire? Yeah. Because I thought they had some kind of control over it. Or does it just happen when they're, like, mad or, like... I mean, what I interpreted it as is they're making out and he's sort of getting hot and bothered and, like, a loss of control. Yes, yes. Is, like... And I guess when you lose control, maybe being angry or losing... in passion. Desire, Desire, you lose your human facade. Yeah. Because I wonder if it's, like... They talk about how that's their real face. So, yes. like, the human face is something they put on, and maybe it's an effort to sort of remain Maintain. in the human form. I think I am very happy that you're talking about this in this way. That This is how I feel as well. Mm. Um, it's a moment that in the past, when I was first watching Buffy, this moment was super criticized hmm. as being... Uh, well, it, as being, like, unmotivated. Mm. And I disagree. Uh, yeah, I I feel like it was motivated. He, like, lost control. Yeah. And I think vampires can, I guess, turn it on and off, but mm-hmm. they also can't control themselves all the time. And, yeah. I yes. don't know. That's the interpretation. I think that makes sense. Yes. I think that I is what's it. happening. I especially when you learn more about Angel and you realize that he hasn't been feeding on humans for 80 to 100 years. Yeah, he's just got blood bags in the fridge. Yeah, he's got blood bags where he gets maybe, like, he looks like maybe they're from the hospital. Like, yeah. He's got, like... Well, because then they have Joyce being fed by one of the blood bags yeah. in the hospital. <laughs> so, obviously, that's where Angel gets his blood right now is from a hospital. Mm-hmm. If you notice, he doesn't eat the strange Ziploc dinner that Buffy brings him. Then What is in it? I was like, what the fuck is in there? I thought I saw like a container or like a square thing in there. I, saw, I thought I saw a carrot. 
<laughs> it's very stupid. Yeah. That's a that's a great moment where I'm like, oh, Buffy, you're such a teenager. Like, you don't bring a bag a, of food. Like, how would he even eat it? Like, poured into his mouth. <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, so, yeah, Buffy gets zero points on the domesticity side of things in yeah. that moment. So, Angel runs away. Um, Buffy screams. Yes. Because, I mean, terrifying. Yes. That would be terrifying. In your bedroom, in your home. Yeah. After having slept a night with him right beside you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big trouble. Yeah. Scary. So do vampires sleep? Yes, vampires do sleep. So he did sleep. Maybe. Usually vampires sleep in the day. Mm. So maybe not. He might have just Looked lied at there in t- mm. with all that tension. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's just so hot. Like, like. Like, we just have to talk about how hot that is it's for a hot. second. It's hot, yeah. He's hot. Oh, yeah. And sleeping next to each other but not touching. Have, I've done, I mean, I've slept next We've to all people. Done I know, that. where you're like, <sighs> It's like a 24 hour, well, not 24 hours, like a eight hour, like, foreplay session. Yeah, where you're just like, You're just <sighs> visualizing. You hardly move. Mm-hmm. You're like frozen. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know it's intense. It's intense. Yep. So, the next day, he's run away. Buffy screams. The next day at school, um, Xander has a skateboard. <laughs> just carrying it, though. <laughs> I just noted it. I was like, well, yeah, Xander's supposed to be a skater, but has never skateboarded. <laughs> and now he's just carrying his skateboard over. <laughs> he likes so to stupid. show it off. Yes, yeah. it's his pet skateboard. But maybe maybe, the, maybe Xander actually really doesn't know how to skateboard, and he sort of just carries it around. Yeah. I could totally see that. As That's what happens character. in the first episode yeah. of the entire show. He just smashes into a bar, and then he never really skateboards. And we never see him yeah. skateboard again. Just carries it around. Then we see... We see... A, a, first, we see a scene with the master and the anointed oh, one. Yes. Where Darla basically asks permission. Darla Me, does go to, to yeah. his place first before she... Before yeah. she... Yeah. And she just is like, hey, remember me? Your lover. <laughs> so they know each other. Yeah, definitely. This is when you learn that they do know each other. And uh, she's like, like the schoolgirl outfit. I know you like schoolgirls now. Like, so she knows all the things. And and he's like, get away from me. Mm-hmm. And um, and then she tries to uh, turn the lights on. What happens when they're in the light? Like They the, burn. The light touched him, but nothing. He just jumped out of the light and nothing really happened. Yeah, to him. I mean, they. But like, I wasn't sure. Everything that happens to a vampire leads them to get dusted. So, and this is where the terminology comes from to get dusted. So, a stake penetrating the heart, you see them turn, turn into, into dust. Turn into dust. So, like. Basically, there's a few ways vampires can die, which we can leave you to discover. Mm-hmm. But they all lead to a vampire turning into dust. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they have this little altercation. Now we know. Darla mm-hmm. knows. And the, and she's like, come back to the master. Be, mm-hmm. you know. Now we know he he knows the master. Yeah. Um, and then and then I think we're going to the library where, where Buffy is like, Angel's a vampire. And they're like, what the f- and, and they're all looking in books. Yeah. Um, Jonas just happens to have a book on Angel. <laughs> yeah, he has a book on... What is he? Yeah, he starts talking about a watcher's du- journal. An okay. old watcher's journal. Mm-hmm. So a primary source. Probably, yeah. Of some revolution, some natural disaster. Of the watcher um, at the time yeah. writing in there. And yeah. 
And there's a record of Angelus being encountered by, you would imagine a watcher would only be around if a slayer was mm-hmm. around or if, um, well, I mean, we don't know this yet. My interpretation is that there are many watchers. Oh, in the world? In the world. Oh, I thought there's like one. Oh, there could and be. And they're, they're like generational and they, I don't know though. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So some watcher, either Giles' predecessor. Yeah. Or... I thought it was like a predecessor because they wrote about Angel back. In, yeah. Although, yeah, back in the day so that he can calculate how old he is. I don't know. <laughs> totally. I mean, this is also one of the first times we're learning about other watchers mm. too, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. Angelus shows up in, which I love that name, Angelus. Angelus. Like, oh, it's so good. But yeah, he shows up in the in the in the chronicles as having been a vicious, vicious vampire. And then about eighty years ago, Giles says he travels to America and never um, shuns all other vampires. And, and no records no, of him attacking anyone. Yeah, but he was bloodthirsty and killed all these people. Then. Buffy and Willow are trying to study. <laughs> well, the Civil War. And Buffy's just like, eh? Uh, like, She's so depressed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But still has to do school. Oh, yeah. No, school doesn't wait for no boy drama. No, yeah. Otherwise, it would never happen. Or girl drama. Yeah, so they're no. studying the Civil War. Boring. Uh... And then we see Joyce at home mm-hmm. drinking coffee. It's like 10 p.m. Yes. And Joyce is like burning the midnight oil, doing something. I don't know. Oh, she says later to Darla that she's something fighting the with the IRS. IRS. <laughs> she's doing her taxes. <laughs> well, oh, Joyce. I'm like, oh, my God, this writes itself. Like, Although we've all done it. We're, I mean... We were talking today about adulting, how you're like, oh, shit, got to do this thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess I'm Joyce enough to drink coffee and do my taxes yeah. right now because I forgot. <laughs> yeah. What a fun Friday night. Yeah. yeah. So I get it, Joyce. Uh, we're all busy. We can't always <laughs> do our taxes in time. Uh, so Darla shows up and is like, hi, I'm here to teach Buffy about the Revolutionary yeah. War. Yeah, the War of Independence. A War of Independence. I, my family goes back that way. Or like, yeah, we were, my family kind of was there. Or she says she something says very. My, yeah, my family goes all the way back there. Yeah. <laughs> it was cooler, but you're also like, oh, Darla's making a joke about how old she is. How she old. Yeah. So Joyce invites her in. And so then she attacks Joyce and drinks her blood. And then Angel shows up and is like, and he's really tempted to drink the blood of Joyce, too. Yes. Um, Well, Darla traps him. Yeah. So Darla is watching and listening to the conversation that Willow Mm. is having with Buffy. Yeah. And knows that Buffy is about to come home. In about half an hour, they're going to do half an hour more of studying, and then they're going to call it a night, and she's just going to go wallow. Yeah. So Darla is like, and that's when you see the character of Darla leave. Yeah. So she, you go, okay, so, so... Darla wants Buffy to catch her. Yeah, because Darla's motivation is is not to kill Angel, but to get him to come back to them. Yes. So that he can be her boyfriend and they can all um, praise the master together and yes. like become demonic. That's, and that's what she wants. That's what she wants. And she knows the only way to do that is for Buffy to reject him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she sets a trap to 
show Buffy, um, convince Buffy, trigger Buffy into thinking that Angel has bitten or hurt Joyce. Yes. Yep. And hopefully before they figure it out, their their passion, their 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 her newfound hate for Angel will result in a in a death or in yes, her yep. pushing him away. Yeah. Yep. And they go to the hospital and this is very funny. Giles and Joyce meet for the first time. He's like, hello. And Mommy like, and Daddy. <laughs> I know. Uh, and she's like, wow, the teachers are so dedicated at the school. <laughs> Mr. Giles. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's very funny. Uh, and we see a blood bag. The same blood bag that's in the fridge. We do. <laughs> at Angel's house. <laughs> we do. We also learned something else about vampires, which is that when people get bit but have not died... Giles says it's it does that it takes on a form of mild anemia mm-hmm. like that it's sucks the iron out of you yeah like that it it just looks like you've lost blood which you have like mm-hmm. you've just been fed upon yeah. ugh yeah. so yeah you learn that these um, wounds aren't actually very suspicious to people to humans which is weird <laughs> just but, fell on a barbecue fork yeah. <laughs> We do we have a barbecue for? Oh my god, Joyce, you're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then Buffy goes to like arm up and to she's like, oh fuck. She's pissed. Kill him. Yeah, yeah, she's really pissed. And so she goes to get her crossbow and she shoots a smoking sucks poster. <laughs> I know. Just very funny. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I know. It is very funny. Uh smoking sucks. And then they have a big fight. Yep. Angel and her. It's awesome. Yeah. They're fighting and fighting and shooting crossbows. And eventually, like, she has him in her grasp and she chooses not to kill him because she can tell there's not, like, why would he do this? Like, he spent the night together. Yeah. yeah he's had every opportunity to kill her. Yeah. And he didn't. And so something's suspicious about the whole thing. Yes. So she doesn't kill him. And then he reveals his, like, true self-hatred, basically. Yes. Like, Angel hates himself because he um, killed his whole family. Yep. And all his family's friends and a whole bunch of other people. It's pretty horrific. Yeah, it's terrible. Which he never lies. He never lies about this Mm -hmm. to Buffy. He just omits a huge amount of information. Yeah. Um, But, like, he says his family's dead when they're in Mm -hmm. Buffy's room. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. How did they die? Well, vampires killed them. So, yeah, he's not being he's not being honest. Yeah. But he's also not – he is not lying. He's not lying. Yeah. Um, he's, he's – you know, it, it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. What he says when he says it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And then I – this part I was like, huh? Uh, I, I couldn't quite understand. <laughs> so the – Roman Romani, the gypsies, yes. which I think is kind of an offensive term now, but uh, yeah, uh, the Romani um, cursed him because he killed a young woman. Woman, yes, um, somewhere because I believe in Europe. Yeah, yeah. And who did he kill? He killed uh, an important daughter of an that clan daughter. of this Romani clan. Mm-hmm. And so they cursed him by returning his soul yeah. to his demon body. So that, And then I guess he says that he can feel that he's killed so many people and now he can feel it. 
he can feel the remorse. Yeah. Because normal vampires have no soul. They have no soul. And they don't feel guilt or remorse or anything. No. They just feel the vampire way of killing and that's yes. all their drive is for. Yeah. And power. Yeah. And religion. And- like they have other, it's interesting because they do have feelings and goals and like Darla obviously wants to get with Angel, like to fuck him and stuff. So they have like. Yep. Desires. Desires. But they don't feel like guilt or remorse or anything like that. They're like psychos, I guess. They are total psychos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they have no, they have no conscience. Yeah. Um, and they need to eat blood, so mm-hmm. so of course they have no conscience. So killing things, yeah, killing Doesn't things is natural. Them. Yeah, and it, in fact, it makes them feel really good. It like feeds them. Yeah. So, yes, and they worship the night, and they, you know, they Darla talks about the panic and the fear of a natural disaster and how exhilarating it is. So, mm. it's like. For us, the feeling of like being at a really good party where the vibe is just right and conversation is good and, and they're just vibing. And we're just vibing. <laughs> For vampires, it's like, oh my god, an earthquake and everybody is around like screaming, screaming? and crying. Vibe. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like everybody has their vibe. Darla loves earthquakes. Yeah, and natural she does. disasters. And fear. So vampires also really like fear and feed off of that. Yes. Which you would also only be able to do if you had no conscience. Yeah. So, so this is quite tragic to find out he yeah. he has his soul and can feel. I mean, yes. that's why he was always looking so smoldery and yeah, like it's sad, angsty yeah. angel. Yeah. Well, and he's a vampire too that is now basically a neutered if that's the word. Mm. Uh vampire, not only neutered, also also uh re- re- like wants to repent, mm. wants to make amends. Yeah. Uh, somehow, this is why he's fighting. This is why he's helping Buffy. Well, yeah, that's because at first she was like, "Oh, this is vengeance for you because for his family," but yeah. it's actually redemption. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's such. That's exactly it. Yeah. That's such truth. It's totally redemption, and that makes sense. And that it all makes sense now to me why he's doing what he does because redemption is extremely powerful motivator yeah although i think it's very hard to find redemption even if you save a million people you still killed a bunch of people and drink their fucking blood so i think that's very difficult but we're going to see <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> can we're he see. do it so darla shows up and she's got guns <laughs> Which is very funny. I didn't expect it, and I laughed because it's just funny to bring in, like, the modern weaponry because Buffy's got her crossbow, she's got her stake, she's got a quarterstaff, and then Darla's like, pew, pew! (laughs) Yep. It makes sense. Guns exist in the world. Why wouldn't vampires use guns? Oh, yeah. But it's funny. And Darla is also, like, uh, she's also there to hurt Angel but kill Buffy. Mm-hmm. So there's there's other things about those weapons that are less dangerous to vampires. Yeah, because they can't die. Yeah. That's what she says. Yeah. They can't die from getting shot. It just hurts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Buffy fights. They all fight. And then Darla dies. Darla dies. But mm-hmm. before Darla dies... Oh, you find out that, like, Darla made... Angel. Yes. Which is, but then they were lovers. It's very weird. Well, so this is something I want to talk about. Right. This is the theme of this episode, and this goes to the root 
I believe, of this show. Mm-hmm. This show, this episode of this show, shows how intimate relationships become sexual in the vampire world. Mm. Like, basically, Angel's mom is Darla. Yeah. And she fucks her Son, child. Her, her vampire child that she made. Totally. Yeah. You also have the master talking about his family. Who's like daddy master. Yes. And who's made a child mm-hmm. into a vampire. So basically like all of these relationships that in the the good side, the human side, you have Giles with mum. Mm. You have Giles with Buffy. You have it's sort of like this nuclear family. Oh yeah, but but unconventional, just like the master and, and his like yeah, it's yeah. all these. And Giles is completely asexual. Yes, so far totally. So far, yes, one hundred percent. Um, and then you have Buffy dating a vampire. It's or wanting to date a vampire. It's topsy turvy. Like all of the relationships in this episode, mm-hmm. they all are sort of made dark or made like like um controversial or or yeah they're not they're not right they're unnatural yeah they're unnatural so and And this show is all about natural versus unnatural supernatural yes Mm -hmm. even just the idea of buffy of the main character of this show being a young woman all of it is it's just transgressing all of it it's like changing the roles that we traditionally believe people play mm-hmm. and like a va- a virtuous vampire what mm. like that doesn't make any sense yeah um well, so this very twilight oh totally but that <laughs> that like twilight gets that from this show. oh yeah of course like don't get me started we'll <laughs> <laughs> do our twilight podcast we will where yeah, I don't know how you'll get me to do that, but we will do it. Um, oh, I used to, Christina and I used to go to Twilight and just bring beers and drink every time they took their shirts off. Oh, it was totally. very fun. It's just hard for me, though, because they've taken what is important about vampire lore and they've made it into, like, they sparkle in the sun. Give me a break. <laughs> they burn in the sun. Yeah. They cannot have a life in the sun. Yeah. It is the sacrifice. Anyway, don't give me. Obviously, you can tell I'm I'm enraged. Yeah, she's like, going to kill me. I'm red. I'm for sweating. Mentioning Twilight on this You're podcast, never leaving this closet again. Okay, we're not going to mention Twilight <laughs> ever again. Anyway, so I was going off about about this this family thing, mm-hmm. and and for me, it's just what's amazing about vampires is that not only are they demonic in that they kill people, they're demonic in that they they make. Um, they make these relationships gross. You, yeah, Darla kills this man, sucks his blood, becomes his mommy. Basically, <laughs> I made you. Like, yeah. I made you. Ugh. And then has sex yeah. with him and they become, like, life partners. Like, it's just... Yeah. It's fucked. It's all fucked up, yeah. But it's hot to them and it's... Anyway, it's just a huge part... It's just a huge part of the show is making, like, actual real things unnatural. Actual mm. turning our stomach in a way that isn't just supernatural. Like, incest, shit well, like that. they're, like, demo- they're, it, they worship, like, the devil, don't they? Like, sort of. Kind of. Yes, I'll say yes to that. You'll it's learn- like, I mean, maybe it's not the devil, but it's, it's the evil. devil. It's yeah. evil. Totally. Definitely. It's yeah. satanic. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 
So so it just it really makes me it just makes me go a little bit crazy because it's um with 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 delight and joy because it's such such a good show. Like it's such a good show. (laughs) Such a good show. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. (laughs) So good. This episode is so good. So Darla dies and the master is so upset. The master's so upset and she dies at Angel's hand. Yeah. So that's the that's other thing. That's very upsetting. He kills his mom lover. Oedipal. Yes. It's, you know, it, anyway, it, yeah. I, like, I've made my point. I stand, you stand by before it. you. I get it. Yeah, okay. I you believe get it. you. You get it. I get it. So, yeah. And the master is so, so mad. He's so mad because she's also his daughter. Yes. <laughs> See, when you start thinking about it like this, yeah. it's wild. Daddy master. <laughs> I know. Um, And he's so sad. He's like crying about it. He's like, she was my everything and angel would have been my right hand. But then the anointed child is like, fuck all those guys. I'm your real child. Yep. Dad. Yep. You are. You're seeing the master slowly but surely getting closer and closer to having to fight Buffy himself. Yeah, because he is losing. no one left yeah. to fight for him. Yeah. Except the anointed. Yeah. Got to see this child in action because right now it's just a child. Yes. Child with some reverb on his voice to make him sound like he's... Demonic. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't seen his demon face, so I can't wait to see that. Yes. creepy as fuck. Yes. Uh, and then... Then we have the ending scene with at the bronze, the denouement, the denouement, the p- post fumigation party or <laughs> whatever. You're right. The bronze is open again, just in time, just in time for Buffy and Angel to like stare into each other's eyes and kiss again, and kiss again. And I mean, they're basically having this painful conversation where they're sort of like, "This can't be. We can't be together," even though they want to. But this has happened, I've had this conversation Mm -hmm. where it's incredibly painful, but you just can't be together. Mm -hmm. You just can't. And I get it, like, I feel like they they will be together, I'm sure, but uh, the show tells me this. But but they shouldn't. I mean, really, at this point, like, they probably shouldn't be together. She has to go to school. It's also not like it's a secret either. Yeah. um, That Buffy could somehow pretend or hide isn't true because this whole experience happened with her friends around yeah with giles around um so buffy isn't the only one that knows this either mm-hmm. like the her community other than her mother uh <laughs> all learned this sort of at the same time that buffy did yeah and so there's no hiding from the truth it it doesn't feel and it's not something you can really just make a spurred decision on and be like, we're together now. Like, yeah. that's, it's, it's deeper and harder than that to actually, yeah. And yet, and yet they've had this incredible experience. Mm-hmm. Like, a vampire and a slayer falling in love. Like, do you think they're in love? Oh, I think Buffy's so in love with him. Do you think he's in love with her? Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I think he's been in love with her this entire time. Yeah. And I think he is enamored with her. I think he's, I think he's, uh, falls in love with her youth too, like Mm. falls in love with her innocence, Mm -hmm. but she's strong like him and, and bears a burden like him. So there's so much about Buffy that is going to be attractive to a demon like 
Angel, a demon with a soul like Angel, because they actually have a lot in common. Oh, yeah. And they both have bared their souls and had all the truths told. And yeah, uh, especially for Buffy, very hard for that to happen. Yes. Yes. So it is painful. And they make out and then he gets a little burning cross on his chest from her cross that he gave her. Yeah. Uh, so now you know what crosses do to vampires. Burn them, I guess. Also, Giles used one to, like, ward off vampires. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're like, ow. But that's the physical effect is of, like, a burn. Mm. Like, being uh, branded yeah. or something. It did look like a brand. It was gross. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we have some time for some assembly required. <sighs> Talk to me. Uh, so I had a few notes. Uh, on fashion in this episode. So I think it's uh, at the beginning when Buffy fights the three. She's wearing a baby blue leather jacket. Yes, she is. She loves leather. (laughs) How many leather jackets does she have? Quite a few. Yeah. But this one's baby blue, which is a very 90s color. She wears another baby blue thing in this episode. It's like a little spaghetti strap baby blue. Baby Blue got to come back. It is not in at all right no. now. But uh, Baby Blue leather. Uh, Xander is wearing like a green diamond button up. <laughs> it's like the shirt. silk. It's so ugly. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is he ugly. looks like a clown man. He looks like the Joker. I don't know. <laughs> he looks like the Riddler. Yeah, the Riddler. Yeah, totally. Which never came back, never became cool. So that's the shirt yeah, that he's no, wearing. It's not cool. Uh, and then Cordelia has this altercation. It was Cordelia was in the show for like a hot second. We haven't really seen Cordelia in a while, too. So I kind of miss her. I wish there was an episode yep. that she actually did something in <laughs> yeah. or was featured in a bit more. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so Cordelia was like, I I can't believe that girl's wearing this knockoff version of my one-of-a-kind <laughs> blah 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 dress I couldn't catch the name of what she said and she but... finishes what she says with that's what happens when you have a free trade free trade agreement <laughs> it's like oh no it's a it's a very weird it's quite weird joke yeah um, but I do love her dress it's like colorful polka dotted dress I would definitely wear that oh yeah because I'm a pattern girl mm-hmm. Willow looks like a child she has like a fuzzy <laughs> vertical or horizontal striped mm-hmm. sweater mm-hmm. with like um like a skirt with flowers on it it's like power clashing but it's not purposeful enough to really look good yeah. so for willow she just looks like a child it's her whole jam this season i think <laughs> then you were like i love this outfit and i noted it buffy's wearing like a blue sparkly like drag queen coat. I just love it so much. It's she looks like a it's like what a drag queen would wear. It's like completely sparkly. I don't know if it's a coat or like a weird button up shirt. Yeah, I think it's a zip up. But it's really sparkly. And it's long sleeves. Yeah. And it's like a deep blue. It's dark blue. Yeah. Sparkle. Yeah. And oh you and really, leather pants. Yeah, you really get a good look at her chunky heel. Yes. It's like it's like half the shoe. When she's coming down the stairs yeah, to the bronze. she's walking yeah, yeah, yeah. down the stairs. She's got her sparkly suit and her leather pants and her chunky-ass shoe. Yeah. Um, Darla looks cute. She changes schoolgirl outfits. She has, like, a blue one and a red one. And then she also looks cute in the bronze when she's fighting Buffy. She's got, like, like these big 
Mary Jane shoes on, but they're kind of like Doc Martin-y. They're yeah. like chunky, platformy. Very cute. Yeah. I would wear those. Uh, and then at the end, Buffy is wearing her little baby blue spaghetti strap yes. when she makes out oh with Oh, my God. Angel. She looks so good. Yeah, she looks so good. She's got a big-ass cross. I wouldn't wear that, but that is something my mother would wear. So yes. I get my mom big cross jewelry. She loves it, like punky cross. Yeah. So that's inspo for Christmas for my mom. <laughs> yes, Toby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's getting a big cross. <laughs> I'm the angel. Did you have any other fashion notes? That's all. It wasn't a too fashiony episode. No, for me. I wanted to talk about how Joyce is looking oh, like yes. she's really uh looks like a person now. Yeah, her hair is like more styled. It doesn't look like just a big triangle on her head. Like it's still big, 90s big, but yeah, she's got to blow out. She looks more like how Joyce looks. Like a she's like a cool working mom. Yeah. With like she had, like, nice lipstick on and... She still looks very natural. Oh, yeah. But now it looks like... It it, it just looks like, um... Yeah, she's a single mom who yeah. is also, like, works a young at a gallery. Mom. Yeah, so she just looks more like Joyce. Yeah, she looked great. And I wanted to talk about how David Boreanaz is also wearing leather pants when his <laughs> shirt is off. Uh, leather! And it's, like... Yeah, there's just a it's a just a leather affair. Demons love leather. Yeah, and and Vampires demon hunters love, love leather. Leather. Um I to be honest, I've never even worn leather because I've just been a vegetarian for yeah. so long most of my life. So I don't even know like is it comfy? Do people like wearing it cuz it's comfy? Is it like I don't really know cuz everyone's wearing leather, but I don't know what it's like to wear. It's very strong. Sure. I will say that mm-hmm. about leather. I've also I have Maybe had a leather jacket from um, a Valley Village, but it yeah, it's very strong. It's very cool, and yet it keeps you very warm. Mm-hmm. Like it's animal hide, yeah. so it does. Like it's excellent. Yeah, but um, there's something about it being both expensive, both totally related to like the world of sex mm-hmm. and like dominatrix. Yeah, and like. Punky, Power punk, yes. Rock and roll. And there's something about it being, yeah, this this animal thing that these, like, killers wear. And they wear black. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's the aesthetic of the show is yeah. going for this. But, like, yeah. I couldn't afford anything leather. I remember getting something pleather from Claire's. <laughs> like, I think it was, like, almost like a leather, I want to say, like, cape. <laughs> like, it was, like, a weird leather thing that, like, tied around my, like, it was, like, almost like a leather poncho. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember it was one of the most expensive things at Claire's. Like, things at Claire's are, like, 5 to, like, $25. 5 for $5. Yeah. That's when your birthday presents But I remember were. <laughs> this was, like, a $40. Like, I think it was two $20 bills. Oh, shit. I even think I paid in two $20 bills. Oh, shit. So Bring that's my... back the leather poncho. <laughs> God, I hope there's pictures. If I can find any pictures, I will share them. Post them on the gram. On the gram. So that's all for fashion. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. Just good. You know, nothing too, too wild. Uh... And then I had just a few things for Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. Lay it on me. Um, so we both went, when Xander yeah. slut shames Cordelia at the bronze. Yeah. 
Um, she's wearing like a, oh, I mean, this is a fashion thing too. She's got like a little, um, dress on, spaghetti strap. It's like bluey kind of. Yeah. It's like a kind tight of tank top dress. Yeah. Yeah. Which everyone is wearing. Buffy's wearing. Like every Absolutely. person at the bronze is wearing. Absolutely. And Xander's like, what does he say? That dress uh, makes you. Look like a hooker. Look like a hooker. So he calls her a, a, hooker. a hooker. Which is a very, it's actually kind of a 90s word term yes because i remember i went to vic which had lots of prostitutes around it and it we referred to them as hookers at mm-hmm. the time i don't think people say that anymore it's nope. also offensive to sex workers but yes. uh but it's kind of a, this 90s term well and there was this around. verb hooking to hook, hook. to like Poor yeah. God. It's yeah. just always the old standby insult for women. Yeah. Always, always. And Xander just throws it around. Ha ha. Like, uh, and the girls throw it around to each other. They either call each other whores or they call each other fat. And it's gross. <laughs> yeah. That, those are the things. Those are totally the insults. Yeah. Like, Cordelia is somehow able to insult Xander in every way. Mm-hmm. And yet the insults don't, aren't, aren't derogatory in the same way. Even, in, even cl- like, it doesn't even come close. No, no. So, so yeah, it, it is really interesting that this is how we decide to cut down women. Yeah. Is to attack this very, like, feminist show <laughs> to attack women in this way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's strange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the free trade agreement was just the only other <laughs> Yes, it was just point. racist. Yeah. That was just like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you know, Cordelia, she... Oh, yeah. Oh, no. She's terrible. She's horrible. And everyone knows she's horrible. Yeah. So sometimes I can forgive Cordelia for saying something because it's sort of like in the character and she's horrible. So what she says is horrible. Yes. And we all are told that. So we can be like, oh, what she just said is horrible. And she is horrible. And she is horrible. When Xander goes and says shit or Buffy goes and says shit. then we're supposed to be like, oh, but they're Buffy and Xander. They're good. But they just said... The same thing Cordelia said. So, yeah. who is the horrible one? <laughs> okay. High schoolers. High schoolers. So, what was your favorite line from the episode? You go first. Okay. Mine was when Darla is fighting Buffy in the bronze. She says, Come on, Buffy, take it like a man. Yes. <laughs> take a bullet. Like, yeah, get take shot it like, like a, a man. man. <laughs> I just thought it was kind of weird oh, and like yeah. funny. So that's that was mine. <laughs> oh, I really like this one. Okay, so I've got one in basically at the beginning of the episode, um when uh the master asks Colin <laughs> what he would do to them, to these people, mm-hmm. to the slayer. Colin says, annihilate them. And then the master says, out of the mouths of babes. babes. I, I wrote that down, yeah, too. I love it. Out of the mouths of, of babes. babes. This fruit punch mouth. <laughs> and, then, and then I really, really, really love Darla and Angel's relationship. Mm. I love it a lot. Um, I know I just talked about how gross it is, but it's, I'm, it's so interesting to me. Yes. Um, this, this bond that they have, this way that Darla gets to know Angel like a baby and like a lover. It's fucking weird. Yeah. It's so cool. Um, so when Darla is in Angel's room at his place and she opens the fridge to show all the blood sacks that you love so much, mm-hmm. she says, 
You're not exactly living on quiche. <laughs> quiche. Isn't that also kind of a 90s cuisine, like quiche? Yeah. yeah. And it's it, it also feels very, like, California quiche to me. Like, kind of also, like, I don't know, making fun of Angel, too. Like, it's the most vanilla thing to have in the fridge. The most like white American thing. To, you know what I mean? Quiche in the fridge. I mean, I guess it's French. But anyway, it's just a line that really gets me. And it's the way she delivers it and slams the fridge. I love that actress. Yeah. She's great. R.I.P. Darla. Yeah. <laughs> so this is another loss that the show has had. Darla, mm-hmm. who's a show, who's a, a character who's been on the show since the first moment. The first scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, is now dead. Yeah. Is now gone. It's real. By her own child lover. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Okay, I think that's it, G. That's it. Well, thanks for joining, everyone. Thank you. We love you. And we'll see you next time for something. I think we might have a special guest next time. We do. Oh, my God, yes. So stay tuned for our first special guest on the pod. Arg. Gur. Gur. Arg.